Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. I'm the commissioner, Steve Barber. And joining me with the Batman shirt, because he is the Batman, he is delicious Dwayne Davis. Hey, everybody. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon, that's his name. Yes, I cannot remember. I was like, just... That's it. That's it. Yep. And I'm going to guess that you're wearing the Batman shirt in tribute to the gentleman who passed away this, during this past week. Yep. yep. Kevin Conroy. Yep. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I did not know. Uh, he, I mean, I don't know a lot about like the voice actors and things like that, but mm-hmm. apparently I was like one of the only people who did not know who he was because I'm seeing oh, all okay. sorts of tributes and I'm yeah. like, well, I feel stupid because I didn't know who he was. But I mean, that I think that says something to me how much of an effect he had on people because he's got so many people. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, he's like left. the, for me, he's the definitive Batman, even okay. though he didn't do live action, but just right. the voice work. It's like he was the first person to use two distinct voices for Bruce Wayne and Batman. Oh, so okay. he started. He started doing that, and that's where a lot of people kind of carried on from there. But yeah, he was amazing. Oh, so well, may he rest in peace. Because I mean, Absolutely. a lot, a lot of people, you know, are saying how much he's going to be missed. So, uh, but one of the things about Batman, one of the things that makes Joylan so cool, along with Batman, is the fact that he's cool. And so that that's where we're going to talk about tonight is. Cool wrestlers. Cool wrestlers, yep. And I'm going to give all the credit in the world to Kyle, who actually thought of this topic for us. Yep. Because he sent me a text, and the text said, you know, question of the week for Thursday's show. And so I said, you know what? You know, we're going to go beyond just a question. And and accompanying his text is a picture, and I sent it to you, of Magnum and Dusty wearing fur coats. Mm-hmm. And he said, have you and Dwaylon ever been Dusty and Magnum fur coat cool? And I just sent back no. the emoji like, hmm. <laughs> and he said, it could be a good story. I'm like, I agree. I said to you, I'm like, you know what? There's been a lot of cool wrestlers, you know, so mm-hmm. we could do a show based on that and strike while the iron's hot. So like I said, got to give, yeah. got to give some shout outs to Kyle because he, he came up with the topic for this week. And, you know, and also he, he did answer um, some other questions. I don't know if you saw when I posted the link uh, the other day and we were, remember how we were talking mm-hmm. about the setup record? Yeah. And I said, we'll have to ask Kyle because he is the expert. And yeah, he knew uh, what the, uh, you know, the actual yeah, setup record and how, and how I was yeah. like, whoo, uh, let me, let me find, um, because I should have had this up and ready, and I apologize for that. Um, let's see, where are my notifications? There it is. Um, Angela Poffo did 6,033, four hours, 10 minutes. He said, but the current record is held by Skip Chase from 2013, who did 100,912 in 24 hours. That's crazy. Yeah, and then he said some dude did twenty nine hundred plus in an hour, which is ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, yeah, and and he said there's a guy named Matt Winning. He said he's near. Uh, he said he's near you. I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about me. Squatted five hundred pounds for twenty four consecutive reps. Oh Lord. Yeah, uh, you know, and 
because Kyle can push up some numbers, mm-hmm. and I can't find his numbers right now. But if but I've seen his stats before, and I'm just sitting here just in awe. Like, I mean, I could push up a thousand pounds, just not at one time. <laughs> you know, right. right? You know, I could push up like a give pound. You two, I can give you two hundred. I can give you two hundred five times. But yeah, <laughs> you know, and I'm not talking like five consecutive times. I'm talking like push it up. All right, let me go sit down for a little bit. Come back, get it again. Get, All right. Me, yeah, let me get a snack and then I'll be right back. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, yeah, we give some we give some props out to people because <laughs> that's something mm-hmm. that, yeah, we can't do. So, you know, give a shout out to all them who can do it. Yeah. Uh, but. Speaking of shout outs, I'm going to give some shout outs to people after I give our contact and listening info, which is if you want to email us, it's armchairbringingpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. You can also find us on Instagram at armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Twitter at bookingarmchair. You can find us on TikTok at armchairbooking. You can find us on YouTube. That's the only video platform we know of that we're on but you can on as far as audio platform goes we're just about every auto platform you can think of if we're not there let one of us know we would do whatever we can to get ourselves added you find our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast you can also find joylin on twitter at fat underscore daddy 73 you can also find his mm-hmm. social media because he's talking about fat daddy well he's fat daddy along with big mama and they have a YouTube channel and a TikTok channel of their own. Yep. And you can find my other podcast called just cubicle chat and also any audio platform at cubicle underscore chat on Twitter and facebook.com slash cubicle chat podcast. And while we're on the subject of the audio platforms and giving ratings, go, if you're on, if you use Apple podcasts, go on there, give us a five-star rating, give us a review. That kind of helps with the, the algorithm, you know, so mm-hmm. it actually gets more people to notice us. It pushes up to right. the podcast you may want to see. Yeah. Um, or you can also do that on Spotify. Or if you don't have Apple, if you don't have any Apple products, go to your friend's house who does and go on their Apple product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so, you know, use your, use your, their iPhone, use their iPad, use both. Give us a five-star review, give us a rating. And I have to admit, I mean, I stole that idea. You know who I stole it from? <laughs> Ted. Ted. Ted's a genius. He thought about that. And he's been t- talking about it. I'm like, you know what? I got to steal that. So now I got to give Ted credit. And I'm giving a lot of people yep. credit because you know what? They earn some credit. Yeah. And Ted, you, you know, if you've listened to this podcast enough, you know uh, how we feel about Ted. We have a lot of respect for him mm-hmm. because absolutely, he, he is really like the mayor of wrestling podcast town, city, whatever you want to call it, the wrestling podcast community. Ted is really, he should be the de facto leader of it. And even though he'll probably tell you, no, I don't. But, you know, but I mean, there's a reason why his podcast is trending number one in Antarctica. He's Mm -hmm. doing, you know, he's doing meet and greets down there, you know, sometime in December, as long as he gets his helicopter back up and running again. Right. And, uh, but also some other shout outs. We have been talking with some guys from the wrestling society podcast and i listened to theirs um very first episode i listened to a couple days ago and they have a pretty good product i mean these guys are very knowledgeable and they sound kind of like us because what they were talking about i'm like 
Okay. Yeah, we definitely got to do some collabing with them, try to figure out uh, when yeah. we can have, yeah, when we can have the money. Because one of the guys uh, named Bear, he's actually contacted us through the email. So yes, we do we do check our email. I'll tell you that right now. It's it's always up on my computer and it's always on my phone. Anytime an email comes in, I will get a notification, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, even spam because I've been getting spam and things like that in my email. <laughs> I think for Best Buy, you know, the Geek Squad saying, hey, your renewal's coming up. I'm like, I don't have anything with you. Like, I don't have a renewal. So. Yeah. And then I, I looked it up, and sure enough, there's a scam that's been going around. So, mm-hmm. uh, but also wrestling with the truth. We are scheduled to be on their podcast actually here. Dude, that's in. Um, well, over. Just... Yeah. Wait. Yeah, um, yeah, you froze up there for a second, by the way. Um, uh, yeah, you, your your video is getting kind of choppy a little bit. Just want to let you know. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, a little over. Um, well, so, oh, well, and the it, a show will be airing here in a little less than two weeks. So a little less than that is when we're going to be recording. Right. Um, but they they actually altered their normal recording schedule for us, so. Uh, at a time when we can we can show up on it, you know, which we are very grateful for. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, the Dad World Order podcast, you know, some other guys that they've been giving us shout outs. We've got to give them shout outs. They are actually going to be recording here in about five minutes because it is 855 Eastern time. They are going live on YouTube here at nine o'clock. Okay. Yeah, because they're another podcast. They actually record live through StreamYard straight to YouTube. Um, the rest of society, from what I've been gathering, they also record live. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, kind of like the way TNC Sports Talk was doing, yeah. Um, and I know he's on hiatus right now, I don't know what the full scope of that is. I'll have to ask him. Um, because he did hit me up yesterday, he had uh, he had a wrestling question for me, he was talking about injuries, oh, okay. You know, so he and he said, you know, is, is there a reason to panic? I'm like. Mm, no and i said and he was asking was there anything they they're trying to do to prevent the injuries i'm like you can slow down injuries you're never going to be able to prevent injuries no. in wrestling i mean it's no. just the nature of the the game i mean you now do what you can to try to lessen them um but you're yeah. always going to ha- i mean you'll have the freak injuries kind of like do you remember a few years ago when let's see seth rollins got hurt Cena was hurt. I mean, a whole bunch of them all got hurt, and and it was all freak yeah. injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just happens. Like, was it was it Rollins? He he just stepped, and all of a sudden, his ankle just buckled under him. Yeah. You know. So, um, and then right about the same time as well, I think it was uh, Rollins who made Cena's nose look kind of like a C. Remember that. Yeah, that was, he took a knee to the face and. Hey, dude, you're frozen. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it real quick. All right, and we are back after we had to fix a, uh, a, a real small technical issue, and uh, then we've kind of figured out something else. So just well, just out of our control, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when your internet provider says, "Yeah, we fixed that issue outside," and well. It's not completely. Yeah, apparently, but, they did not. 
yeah. yeah. Um, but we are making do because it, this would, this is still fine. This is definitely not the worst time we've ever had recording. We had to scrap an entire show one time. No. no. <laughs> because, yeah. and that one was bad. That one was really Yeah, bad. that was really bad. Um, but you know what? Um, this internet's better than, you know, having the farm vehicle come by and snag your cable and leave that is true. Without, yeah, and leave you without service for four days. But our subject is cool wrestlers. And I have to answer Kyle's question first. I've never been Magnum or Dusty for a coat cool. Yeah, I've never been that cool. I've been chess club cool, but never fur coat cool. Dude, not just chess See, club. We've been chess club. Yeah. Chess club officers. Exactly. See. See, Dusty and Magnum can't say that. So. And you know what? I was cool enough. I could drive in your neighborhood and nobody bothered me. That's true. That's very true. You know, well, my car was also kind of beat up too, and nobody bothers somebody in a beat up car. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Nova, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Nova, you know, the Hoopty. Uh, that's what everybody called. Even my mom started calling it the Hoopty. She never even heard the <laughs> song, and she started calling it the Hoopty. Um, <laughs> so, um, but when you think of a cool wrestler, and I just want a fur coat. By the way, I, I don't think I'd ever wear a fur coat anyway, just because I'm not a fur person. I just not. Yeah. If somebody else wants to wear them, hey, fine. I just that, that they just look bulky. They look hot. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, they look hot. Yeah. And and as soon as I put it on, well, it would no longer be cool anyway. So yeah, I'd put it on and then be like, Ugh. yeah, they're like, no, yeah, that, nobody's yeah. gonna wear that. <laughs> yeah, that trend's over now. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but when you think of cool wrestlers, who do you think of like immediately or pretty close to immediately? And what's kind of your criteria for being cool? Uh, just the okay, the, the wrestler that I think of immediately is Scott Hall. Uh, for me, there was no cooler, I mean, he was the definition of cool, like just the way he carried himself composure because he was in the ring in WCW cutting a promo and a fan threw like a cup of water, beer, soda, something. And it hit Scott Hall in the head. And all he did was smooth his hair back and never, <laughs> never broke character, never missed a beat, never missed a line, anything, just smooth his hair back. Like it was just a normal occurrence and <laughs> right on. And it's like, yeah, if I did, if I, I thought he was cool when he was Razor Ramon, once he was Scott Hall and was being like himself, it's like, yeah, he's cool. Uh, you know, one of the things, because uh, WCW during uh, the NWO period, uh, there's mm -hmm. a couple years, I mean, it's like every match, the fans were throwing stuff in the ring. Yeah. And, and yeah. it was, I mean, it could be anything from like, you know, cups of some kind of liquid mm -hmm. to uh, batteries, which are dangerous, by the way, yeah. very dangerous, uh, to yes. food, to whatever. One of the funniest things I ever saw, and I remember I was in Maryland watching this, they were in uh, probably Milwaukee. And of course, everybody in Milwaukee is big fans of Waylon's favorite NFL team. And that'd be That's right. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. And what does every Green Bay Packer have 
in their possession. It may be in their closet when it's not an NFL season, but a certain um, headpiece that yep. looks like, yeah, the cheese head, the cheese head, big wedge of cheese. Yep. Yeah. And somebody threw some cheese heads at Scott Hall and Randy <laughs> Savage, and they were painted silver. Which I didn't understand the whole pain of silver. They they threw them yeah. at them and they got them and they were walking down the aisle. They got them, both of them, Savage and Scott Hall, just put the cheese heads on and just kept <laughs> them and and I remember watching that and uh, my roommate. I mean he he actually he normally was working during this time, but uh, he was actually mm-hmm. home uh, during that and he was and he starts laughing. He did, it wasn't even a wrestling fan. He even thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, Randy Savage is another one that I always thought was cool. Like my favorite version of Randy Savage is the Macho King area era <laughs> where it was like, you could tell he was just having fun with it and just was so ridiculous, but so cool at the same time because he just, and nobody else could have pulled that off, but Randy Savage, yeah. you know, the, the crown that said Macho on it. And it was just so good. It was just so, so cool. And, you know, I think part of the criteria for being like a cool wrestler is mm-hmm. not caring. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it comes yeah, down to just it. Not, yeah. Not caring. Yeah. Because it's like, if you, you know, not caring what the fans, you know, what fans think or really not caring what anybody thinks, just being yourself and saying what's on your mind. Yeah, and Shawn Michaels is another one, I think, for the most part, everybody would say, oh, yeah, Shawn Michaels was kind of a cool wrestler. Um, but he actually mentions, like, one of his favorite wrestlers when he was um, growing up was, mm-hmm. you know, or just getting into wrestling, really, was Tully Blanchard. Yes, he yeah. said that was the first cool bad guy that yep. he saw in wrestling. Yeah. And, and Tully was, I mean, yeah, Tully was cool. And like he could be just, you know, thousand dollar suits and jewelry with the woman with the baby doll on his arm and just be all clean. But, and then the next thing you see him is in a bunkhouse brawl with jeans and boots and leather strap beating somebody up. So, yeah. And, and scraping like the the boot spurs across somebody's forehead. Yes, yes. <laughs> and um, but I don't know if Carlito. I don't know if I think he's cool. And no, I never did. No, you know, I even mean, though, excellent, excellent wrestler, but no, yeah, I never thought he was. Cool. But he spits in the face of those who aren't cool. Yeah. And then, I, of course, I'm also thinking, dude, that's not cool to spit in somebody's face. <laughs> um, especially when he's doing it with, like, an apple. He's biting an apple. Then, and I'm like, yeah, that's, it's unhygienic. You know, they could be sick already. You don't know. I mean, come on, dude. Be a little more respectful of them. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, think about hygiene. High, hygiene. Hygiene, especially, people. Especially, yeah, I mean. You know, you're already worried about staph infection in the ring. Now the dude's got to worry about, you know, somebody's saliva all over his face from, you know, you spit <laughs> yeah. apple all over him. <laughs> you know, so, um, but, you know, some of these other 
somebody who can just pull off everything and just kind of do it, not just a little bit either. We're talking like really pull it off. That's why I think Chris Jericho has to fall into that category. Absolutely. I mean, just anything you give anything that he's ever been given in wrestling, regardless of how ridiculous it might be, he's always made it work and always made it, you know, interesting and, you know, always made it seem cool. Um, who else is going to get a list over? Yeah. With Chris Jericho. I mean, he clicked a pen and said, you're on the list and the crowd just erupted. I mean, who else is getting that over? And I mean, just the way he's able to reinvent himself. I mean, he's mm-hmm. 50, 51, I think. Something like that. Yeah. And 50, 51 years old, and he is still reinventing himself. And it's still working. And if you want to know how cool Chris Jericho is, watch any AEW show that he's on because 15,000 people were singing his theme song when he comes out. Even and after the music has stopped, they're, they're still finishing singing. it out. Yeah. And when we say it's his theme song, it's his theme song. His. It's his band, Fozzie. He's singing lead. That's him yeah. singing the song. I mean, he's and literally singing himself to the ring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and how, I mean may... how, how much cooler can you be than sing yourself to the ring? And not just that, but I mean, it's like one of the things you may think you're cool, but you're not Chris Jericho walking to the ring, 15,000 people singing your song to you, even though you're a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's a heel right now. And fans are still singing that song. I mean, they'll boo him as soon as they're done singing, but they're singing that song first. Yeah. And I think that somebody who had the potential to be kind of like that because another actually talented musician was Elias. Yes. Yeah. uh, They just, that was during the Vince McMahon regime and he just kind of, it was going good. He was over, especially as the heel, he was over. Then they turned around and make him face for no reason. And then the gimmick just didn't work as a face. It didn't. The gimmick works better as a heel. Um, I know everybody can't be the cool heel in wrestling. That's like a trope that's been beat to death. But Elias, <coughs> excuse me, Elias was a cool heel. He always got a reaction out of the fans. He always, they always interacted with him, even though he was mm-hmm. a heel. When he said, "WWE stands for Walk with Elias." Walk with Elias. The entire arenas always repeated it. And they, that's the case of they should have just said, you know what, leave him as a heel. They'll say, walk with Elias. They'll let him, I mean, he comes up with them songs that he would do, you know, just yeah. off the top of his head because he's he's playing the guitar. Now, I did cry like every time he busted a guitar. I thought, no, don't. <laughs> because I'm, I'm looking, those were not cheap guitars. I mean, those were like fenders. You know, so... Um, <clears throat> sorry drink went down wrong oh okay all right there uh coffee smurf you ready (laughs) yeah yeah i'm good (laughs) yeah dwayland started smurfing i don't know what's going on there so (laughs) um but 
but yeah, he would he would break those guitars, and they're probably a good eight hundred thousand dollars a piece. You know, but this is oh yeah, after. those weren't Jeff Jarrett specials. No, they weren't, and he would um, come up with those songs. Sometimes, I mean, he probably thought about the songs during the afternoon. I mean, um, or yeah, maybe a couple sure. of hit, but I mean, they weren't written by anybody in WWE. Those no. were his. Yep. And one of my favorite Elias moments was when they were in Australia for that one pay per view. I don't know why they haven't gone back because that was a uh, Super Showdown. Super Showdown. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember yeah. the name of it, but on the acoustic guitar. He's playing it down there. He starts playing Thunderstruck. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, he started the did it did it did it did it did it did it Now, if you watch the replay now, you won't see that. Uh because of you know copyright. Uh you can find it on YouTube. I mean, you have to do just do a search for it because somebody is always Oh yeah, somebody's always got their phone out recording, so Yep. So you can find it like that, but uh, WWE that you were not you're not going to find that part of the network. But I was watching it live when it happened, and of course, I mean, I was marking out because I mean, uh, you know, um, for those of you know, I've always said that how Jalen and I met, you know, we were both wearing the same ACDC shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. uh, now I don't know. I mean, honestly, I mean, I will always have to kind of, I mean, a little bit. Okay, I don't know if that was like the exact day we met. Um, because I, I think we may have been already been hanging out, but there were some times where we both came to school wearing the same yeah. ACDC shirt. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. And people are like, "Oh, you're our brothers." I'm like, "Yep, we sure are. We look just like, like that's us." That's right. That's right. Yep. And and don't make me break out. You know the picture with the uh, the, the chest picture with the flat top haircut. You know, <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. One of us had a flat top. The other one had a mullet. I'm not yeah. saying which one had which. Y'all just need to kind of use your imaginations. You know, it was um, the style back then, folks. <laughs> yeah, so leave us alone. <laughs> but, <laughs> and now I got, you know, well, the skullet. Uh, and well, you know, Dwayne's got the shaved head. So, yeah. yeah I, just, get, I got tired of it. So I just shaved it. Yeah. I mean, we got tired of people calling us kid and play, uh, <laughs> which uh, kind of off topic last night on the cubicle chat when we're recording that we did a um an episode with hip-hop and rap stars who transitioned into acting okay and we had in kid and play of course mm-hmm. you know they did that of course i also did have to mention you realize in the house party movies kid and play played kid and play i mean they just play yeah <laughs> were, yeah so i mean i don't know if i'd really include where they were really yeah. acting, they were being themselves yeah. um but Ice Cube, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize how many movies he had done. Oh, yeah. He's done a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the one who's been in the most appearances was actually Snoop. Because okay. he's done so many cameos in different movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's actually had uh, some parts because it was like, and Mikey, you know, McCoy's for that, he couldn't remember the name of it. And I was like, yeah, there was a movie where um, he was at, he was one of the the main characters. I finally found it, it was a baby boy. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, but Snoop is you know he's also cool by the way, and he's also been involved in wrestling. And that's right. Uh, he has a cousin who is oh actually Snoop Hall of Fame Snoop now. Yeah. Whether Snoop needs to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, 
I don't know. What did he contribute to wrestling? Yeah. Uh, nothing. I mean, <laughs> really. I mean, I mean, yeah, he came to one WrestleMania, sang a song, and, and, um, Sasha Banks is his cousin in real life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but the celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame, that's some people, yes. Some people, really? Like the early inductees, yes, because they helped, you know, shape wrestling they, in the 80s. Yep. At why Cindy Lauper's not in there i don't know but, but yeah cindy lopper not being in the hall of fame is an absolute crime i mean because she, yes. she you're talking pre-wrestlemania oh yeah yeah so and she gets and she gets like no credit and you know one of the things about being cool is you know you probably have to be over so back then cindy lopper was way over yeah I mean, she was literally one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. I mean, even I wasn't like a huge fan of her. I mean, just not my my style, but I mean, I always respected, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that, I mean, she was um, doing it and doing it well. Yeah. Um, But as far as the wrestlers back then, would you consider Roddy Piper to be a cool wrestler? Uh, um. Early, like WrestleMania, and a few years after that, Roddy Piper. Yes, later day Roddy Piper, not so much. Okay, yeah, because I was sitting there thinking another, if you want to call it kind of uh, kind of a criteria, they either would make you want to be a wrestler, or you'd want to be like pattern yourself after them. Yeah, and Piper. I mean, first of all, he was one of a kind. I mean, he's, you know, um, kicking ass, you know, excuse me for the language, but I mean, it kind of fits with the scene for that one, but kicking ass and chewing bubble gum, and he's almost out of bubble gum. I mean, um, you know, he's the one who said, don't throw rocks at a man with a machine gun. Yeah. So, I mean, that version of Piper, yeah, I would say he was cool. But later on, I just feel like he was kind of got to be a parody of himself. It was like, mm, not so much of a fan anymore. <laughs> kind of like, well, the other, uh, when he was WWE Tag Team Champion, the other half of that team. Yep. Nature Boy Ric Flair. Yep. Um, Who at, at one time was one of the coolest wrestlers in the world. I mean, and he, you know, responsible for a lot of wrestlers getting into wrestling. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people pattern themselves after Ric Flair. Um, just the persona that he had with the, you know, the the wealthy, you know, egotistical business tycoon. And, you know, he had no issue telling you how great he was. And one of my favorite promos is when Flair's pointing at the belt and he said, he said, this lives at my house and it's going to take a great man and a great wrestler to take it from me. And I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, 
That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and he says my shoes cost more than your house. Your house, yeah. <laughs> and I'm always going, man, that's a lot of money to spend on some shoes. Yeah. Oh, uh, but like when the um, with Ted had on, you know, his show talking about spilt liquor. Yeah. Hard times. Flair had the promo where he was like, "I've spent more money." He's like, "I got a guy out here calling my name." When I've spent more money on spilt liquor from bars from one end of the world to the next than you made. <laughs> and you know the scariest part? That was he's true. right. That was so <laughs> that, true. Yeah. There was yeah. not a lot to be told in what he said. And that was part of his persona. And yep. he but was I mean Rick. Slick Rick. You know, and, and I'm talking about I'm not talking about, you know, once upon a time not long ago. I'm not talking mm. about that slick Rick with the eye patch. Talking about Space Mountain. Talking about Space Mountain. <laughs> Rick Flair. Richard Fleer, also known as Rick Flair. Yep. Uh, the man who made woo. You say woo, everybody knows who it is. You, you, yep. You go, go to an indie show and you see somebody lay a chop that you can just hear in every corner of the building and the yeah. audience. There may be 10 people in the audience, nine of them go woo, and the other one go, what? What are you doing? It's like in WWE when Walter throws his chops, you hear the woos because he's yeah. like caving guy's chest in when he hits those chops. And the wrestlers who are getting that reaction, they understand it's not an insult. I mean, oh, it's no. actually <laughs> it's a compliment. No. That's one of the greatest compliments that you know a wrestler can get if people are associating what they're doing with Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And and somebody else who dare I, I forget them because one of their nicknames, the word cool was in it. Big Daddy Cool. Diesel. Diesel. Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash. Big Sexy. Yes. Kevin uh, Nash I, was just... Kevin Nash was like the high school jock that, you know, a lot of people liked and a lot of people couldn't stand because he was just that cool. He didn't have to do anything, just his presence alone was cool enough and that's how kevin nash was he was like that when he was diesel but especially when he was kept just kevin nash in the especially the early nwo days it was just like he didn't have to say anything all he had to do was step over the top rope get in the ring and throw up the two sweet and the crowd was losing their mind yeah and then they would start booing him but yeah, yeah. I, I mean um because when he and Scott Hall, when they first showed up, mm-hmm. and you can go watch all the old videos, uh, I mean, it it turned the wrestling world upside down. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because nobody knew if they were, people assumed that they were sent by Vince to disrupt WCW. And p- because, like, there was no, you know, internet wasn't a big thing. There was no Twitter. So information wasn't readily available, so nobody knew. Nope, their contracts are up, and they left. And it, that that even got to the point they actually had to ask them on one of the shows, "Were you sent here by Vince McMahon?" And they both said, "Nope." Yeah, yeah. Were you sent here? Were you sent here from up north? Nope. And now the NWO thing. I mean, that's well, two thirds of the NWO were cool. I okay. never thought Hulk Hogan was cool. I never thought he was cool. When he was when he was a heel in NWO, he was hilarious and he entertained me. That's the only time Hogan's he, he ever was entertained. Me. I mean, he was goofy. When, 
yeah, he was a he was the goofy over the top heel, but it entertained me. And like, like I said, that's the only time Hogan's ever entertained me is when he was heel. But he wasn't cool. Like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, the outsiders were cool. Hogan yeah. was just goofy. And he's playing the belt like it's a guitar. I was like, now that always cracked me up. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the faces he would make when he was yeah. doing it. Yeah. You know, gotta gotta get the pouty lips though. Yeah. You know, uh, which by the way, that is a musician face. I mean, I'll I'm, I'm a musician. I can say <laughs> it. And by the way, if somebody another musician is watching you play your instrument and they do that face, that's also a compliment. Like, mm, okay, it's like all that, right, mm, yeah. And the fact that Hogan is actually also a musician. Yeah, you know he yeah, played. Well, he, he was he had played bass in quite a few bands around the Tampa area, and I guess up in Minnesota when he was in AWA, he would actually like in some of the local bars he would play like with some of those bands mm-hmm. you know nights either after the show or uh, on the nights where he wasn't wrestling um and he also plays guitar i mean there's pictures of him you know playing guitar um and there's always memes attached to it you know one of them i think i sent to you a long time ago uh before you know there's a video that went around of hogan spouting yeah. his mouth off which totally deflated everybody's opinion of him mm-hmm. um but you know, it has him playing. He's got a guitar. He's like, anyway, brother, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> Not yeah. that way. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's still funny, you yeah. know. Um, but if Hogan was cool, when that video came out, that just, yeah, just boop, you know, because it's like, dude, I mean, this is not some immature, like 20 year old. No, this is somebody who's by this point, he was in his 50s, 50s. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, he knew better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not that a 20 year old, not that it gives him an excuse, you know, but you can, they're, they're still young and you can still. There's a learning curve there. Yeah. With a 20 year old. But when you're in your 50s, it's like, no, no. But uh, I'm trying to think some of the other ones because Gina Hernandez, late Gina Hernandez, was cool. Yeah, yeah, he was. he was. Yeah, he was being booed, but the women still loved him, and because oh, he yeah. just he had that swagger, he could just carry himself, and he could go in the ring. Yeah, um, you know who we're forgetting? The Rock. Oh, the great one. I mean, how much cooler of a wrestler is there than The Rock? Because. He's once again the rock is somebody even if you were not a wrestling fan, if people would imitate the if you smell what I'm you know Yeah like, and the eyebrow. The and, eyebrow, which yeah. I could never do, by the way. I tried doing <laughs> it and it, it's like it doesn't work for me. Um but to go from this goofy, you know, oh gee shucks, huh, you know, the yeah. Rocky My Via character yep. with the hair that was going and shaved his head or cut it in like extremely short. Yeah. You know, and he said, die, Rocky, die. I mean, he mocked the fans. Mm-hmm. Yep. And after that, they're like, oh, we like him now, even though now yeah, he's booing him. So Yeah, I mean, and he was a heel, but he was so over because every fan was just waiting to hear what he had to say. 
because I mean, yeah. he had like the, you know, the greatest ability to just destroy an opponent on the microphone before he yeah. ever they ever touched in the ring. I mean, he destroyed Billy Gunn's King of the Ring push with one promo. That's all it took. And oh, Billy Gunn's, what did he say? He said, uh, "Billy." He pretended to be Billy Gunn talking to God, and it's like, "God, my name is Billy." And then he's like, and God's like, it doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> and like that one promo just killed Billy Gunn's push because Billy Gunn never had a response to that. And it was just like, ah, well, that's over. Yeah. I mean, they were trying to push Billy Gunn to the main event. And it was like, after that promo it was like, well, that's not going to work. Fans aren't going to take him seriously. Now that the rocks destroyed nope. him on the mic. <laughs> um, just and, and The Rock is one of the few that they allowed to just come up with his own stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm and, sure he get, he just got the bullet points and then he just did his own thing. Uh, sometimes I think he, they gave him bullet points and he just did his own thing regardless of the bullet points. Yeah, he did um, his own thing and then threw in, oh, I want the title. And then <laughs> went back to insulting people. Well, even like one of the last times he did an appearance on Raw and they had that crew at ringside, you know, they had the ringside seats and they were dressed up like Hogan, Savage and some yeah, other yeah. people. And keep them off camera, keep them off camera. What does the yeah. rock do? He goes right out to him. Get <laughs> he, the camera on these guys. Yeah. yeah and the camera had to follow because <laughs> it was the rock. So then these are, you know, Vince was like pulling his hair out backstage. And the Rock's like, eh. oh well, you but need me more than I need you. So he had the Rock got to the or Dwayne Johnson. I mean, now, yeah, I don't even I don't even think in his movies they bill him as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Now it's just Dwayne Johnson. Yep. And I think one of the things about him, though, and I think this would kind of go for anybody who's considered to be cool. You had to have paid your dues first. You can't just exactly. walk in and yeah, declare yourself to be cool because someone says, I'm cool, man. I'm like, no, you're not. As soon as you told yeah. me you're cool, that means that you're not. Yeah, you've got some you've got rookies or like guys that are like five four or five years in that you know want to be like, We're cool, I'm cool. And it's like, no, not yet. You might be, but no, you haven't been around long enough to be cool. Right. I mean, now you have, you may have a cocky character. Yeah. And and I'm good with that. I mean, you got, you know, you got to have some that are like yeah. that. Um, because even in um, NWF, like Adam Swayze. Yeah. Very, very cocky. Uh, Carson Drake, very cocky. Uh, both those guys are also very good. Yeah. Adam, Adam Swayze is going for the um, unified title at uh, the anniversary show. That's right. He is. Yep, that's it. Uh, he said, "I saw on Facebook he posted that was the only that's the only championship in the NWF that has eluded him." Okay, uh, and so he was tri-state champion before I started watching that. I'm guessing, uh, of course. I mean, I've seen him as a tag team champion. I've seen him as the uh, the heavyweight champion. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so if he's now going for the unified belt, yeah, he had to have been the tri-state at some point. Yeah. Um, so he's going against, uh, Beck, yeah, Beck Reeves. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, because I was trying to think. Um, 
No, and Tri-State is Swinger. That's right. I had to think about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but, but both Adam Swayze and Carson Drake, I mean, I've actually talked to both of them outside the ring. I've, I've had mm-hmm. Adam Swayze on here. Unfortunately, you weren't able to make that interview. I mean, you missed yeah. a great one. Uh, but I know you, you've either seen it or listened to it. I mean, he. I went back and listened to it. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry I missed that. It was a great interview. Dude, another reason why I think Swayze, you know, he will be kind of that, that cool character. Uh, the only thing holding him back is his size, and that's not something he can help. But he, mm-hmm. he more than makes up for that with his talent. The man lives and breathes wrestling. I mean, yeah. he studies old stuff. And, I mean, and, and, yeah. And like now, nowadays, like his size isn't really a detriment now because wrestling's not the land of the giants like it right. used to be. I mean, you still got your, you get you still got a few bigger guys, but smaller guys are getting their uh, more opportunities now to show what they yeah. can do. And, you know, I think that, I think you will see him, you know, move into the bigger companies. Oh, yeah. You know, know, I mean, he'll have, you know, their tryout, the the AEW darks and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you will eventually see him in one of those, uh, one of the bigger companies. And I think the same thing with Carson Drake. First time I saw him, I texted you, I was like, dude, you got to check this, this guy out. Yeah. Um. Carson Drake, another guy I've talked to him outside the ring, a super nice guy outside the ring, by the way, you know, um, you know, and Adam Swayze, same thing, you know, but, um, but I think they're both going to be successful because they get it. Yeah. They get how yeah. it's supposed to work. And, you know, that's why some of the ones who walk in, Hey, I'm cool. You don't get it. And that's yeah. why you're. Exactly. Um, Man, I just totally had a train of thought, and it turned into a caboose all of a sudden with no engine. <laughs> so, just went off the tracks, huh? <laughs> it did. I mean, and that's not cool at all when that happens. Um, but uh, just real quick, while it's on my mind, I got to give another shout out to another podcast called the Mixtape Podcast. Yes, because their latest episode, uh, they're they're a non wrestling podcast. Uh, and I actually met the guy, um, a couple of the guys from there at the Revolution Rising show back in the summertime. And this is, you know, the all women show from the NWF. Mm-hmm. The guys, he approached me after the show uh, because I, they had announced, because I was one of the sponsors for the show. Or, well, right. I say I, Armchair Booking, the podcast was a sponsor you know, mm-hmm. for one thousand. So they had announced this a couple of times, and of course, I'm you know wearing the shirt. At one point, I had a banner trying to get people to come maybe for interviews, and well, that didn't work. But <laughs> that was, <laughs> you know, but for a lot of reasons, it didn't work. And I was like, well, I tried. Um, you tried, yeah, yeah, I tried it. But they, you know, they came up to me afterwards, and he actually had a business card. Which, by the way, we need to get business cards, dude. I mean, yes, you know, we do. I told Hope that we need to get some business cards. Yeah, kind of sound like Uncle Rico. Man, we're gonna look like we have all the answers. <laughs> you know? But he was talking to me. He said, "Yeah, you had this podcast," and I was like, oh, "Okay." And then I was just starting up the Cubicle Chat podcast. And he said, "Okay, you know," because I told him, "Yeah, kind of similar mm-hmm. to what you know." He had told me his, his their podcast was, and there's three guys, four guys on theirs. Um, but they do a lot of pop culture. They've had interviews with people like Rhonda Shear from Up All Night. Okay. Um, yep. Um, one of the guys from the movie Monster Squad. Um, 
Uh, they just had the bass player from White Zombie. They've had, yeah, Art Alexakis from Everclear. I mean, they've had some. Yeah, they've had yeah, some big names. Yeah, some big names on there. Uh, well, their latest episode, they were talking about movie soundtracks, like from the 80s, and like songs from those soundtracks. And I had actually, you know, through the armchair, you know, for at booking armchair, but the, the, the podcast Twitter account, I had actually uh, commented and I said Footloose by Kenny Loggins. And well, they mentioned that on the show uh, close to the end. They said, by the way, you know, because they were talking about everybody who could contribute. They said, armchair booking. And so I heard, I kind of peeked up. I was like, huh? <laughs> Did he just say our name? And he said, yeah. He said, you know, um, Footloose by Kenny Loggins. And he said, I just want to, um, uh, you know, he actually mentioned, he's like, yeah, he's always been, um, he's contributed quite a few times. And he has, you know, and he kept saying he because, I mean, they met, they met mm -hmm. me. So he always says, he, I, I really wish they would say they because I mean, we are two people. That's not a he, that's a they. <laughs> and that's yeah. a plural. Yeah. And, you know, but they say, yeah, you know, he's, um, you know, he's coming up to us before and you should really go check out this podcast. You know, it's a wrestling armchair booking wrestling podcast. I mean, he actually gave the full name too, which I really appreciate. Cool. Um, cause sometimes then people forget there's the word wrestling you should probably put in there. Yeah. Um, but you know, so I really appreciate those guys. Uh, the mixtape podcast, uh, go check them out. They actually have their own original song too. Who wants a mixtape? We do. We and it sounds like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to hear it. It sounds like something that Devo uh, would have. Oh, okay. They, right. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you hear it, you'd be like, "Wow, that sounds very like like, like that early '80s techno." Yeah. Sound. And, um, <clears throat> And, you know, they talk about, you know, the 80s, 90s, you know, just things like that. I mean, but a mixtape, if people who don't know what a mixtape is, well, you're probably not old enough to know <laughs> what a mixtape mm -hmm. is. Yep. But, yeah, go go check them out. Also, go check out the Bless Their Hearts podcast. Also, go check out True Crime Cast uh, because they're the ones that True Crime Cast. And I, I tweeted because they were with Chris Jericho again. And I made a tweet that actually said, yeah, two of my favorite podcasts that combined with a good collaboration, Chris Jericho. Um, well, the, the, his podcast, uh, talk is Jericho actually quote tweeted it and gave it like a fist bump. I'm like, I texted you and I said, that just made my weekend. Yep, like... <laughs> so I, I, you know what? I can just go relax now, you know? <laughs> uh, but, but we mentioned Jericho, and that's another reason actually why Jericho, I think he is one of the coolest people in the business because he also does stuff outside the business. Mm -hmm. And it gives it gives the wrestling business a good name when you have somebody yeah. who's yeah. I mean, he does these other things and he does them well, and he brings that fan back to say, Okay, by the way, I also do this. This is actually my main thing yeah. that I do. And um, but I know we're missing a lot of people and I don't know if that's just a sign that, you know, we're getting old, at least I'm getting old. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to get everybody. Cause there's, I'm sure there's some older ones we've, and I'm sure there's some current ones that we're missing, but it's just, it's, it's hard to get everybody. I'll, actually, you know what? I'll throw a name and he's one third of one of the greatest tag teams ever, and it's a current one. Well, I say current sort of because he got hurt. Big E. Big E, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and I like Xavier and Kofi, but Big E just exudes coolness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Big E is definitely the coolest one out of that group. Yeah, he's just... He's one of those people that just... As soon as he comes on screen, you're just drawn to him. And you're just like, okay, I got to watch this guy. Yeah. And, you know, it is a shame. Uh, have they given any kind of ETA on the uh, be back? No, there hadn't been any kind of update on it. They, uh, last thing that I saw, he was able to, he's out of the neck brace now. And that's good. Uh, but there's been no time frame on when he may be able to wrestle again or if he's going to be able to wrestle again. Oh, and I remember watching that night when it happened. When Yeah, um, me too. Um, mm. Oh, what was his name? Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland, which Ridge Holland is a powerful guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, um, I really wish Brock Lesnar would have not started that over the head, belly to belly, uh-huh. uh, because Ridge Holland could probably do that to almost any wrestler in the world, except for Big E, who's three hundred pounds of pure muscle. Yeah, yeah, and, and he got like, and he he uh-oh. got him about he got him three quarters of the way around. The problem is he came down right on his head. So yeah, um, just a normal belly to belly would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, which is also kind of ironic considering that's what Big E that's one of his moves is, mm-hmm. is that the regular belly to belly. It's not the yeah. over the head. Yeah. And you know, when he came down, I was like, Oh, that's not good. Yeah, and, and you, you instantly knew something was wrong. Yeah. Because you could tell just the way his body his body language, you could just tell Something was really wrong. And they said later on, Rich Holland went and saw him in the hospital room. Yeah. They said his, um, after the show was over, he, yeah, he went and visited Big E in the hospital room. And they said he apologized and everything. And, you know, Big E's like, you know, it happens. It's wrestling. You know, yeah. It was a freak thing. Uh, now, I had Rich Holland not gone to visit him in the hospital room. Um, he probably yeah, would not be that on would have been a different thing. Yeah, he would oh, not no. he, be on TV now. He probably wouldn't be with the company now because yep. nobody would want to work with him. Because I mean, that's a, you hurt somebody, you need to go check on them. That's just a sign of respect. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. That's that shows uh, that it you take care of each other in the ring. Mm-hmm. And exactly, that's the cool thing to do to to not take yeah. care of somebody. That's not cool. No, not at all. Uh, and just like when um, when my daughter, when she graduated high school a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. we had, you know, we had a graduation party at the house. I mean, it was all right. outside because it was right after the pandemic started. And, well, one of her friends, um, you know, he also graduated at the same time. Um, he came over and his girlfriend, who actually graduated the year before, you know, was with him and you know, and they're still together now. I mean, they've been together like four years now. But she was sitting in a chair, and he's like, I need a chair. And he just walked, and he just pulled the chair out from under her, and she like fell. And we were all like, It's like, dude. That, like that kind of hand over your mouth kind of laugh, like, Oh my mm-hmm. God. You know, the, and I just looked at him, and I was like, Sean, not cool, dude. 
not cool. yeah <laughs> you know um and but i mean i think he may have been trying to joke around with her because i mean they're um mm-hmm. i mean they're a couple i mean and they and i know they they're never they would never if you saw them together you'd be like oh yeah he they're definitely not abusive to each other he just thought it was funny and we're like right mm, dude that's not that it's like learned, that's not funny that's not funny dude <laughs> but um that's what you gotta look and say not cool not cool at all yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. but um, <laughs> but yeah with all the current ones because i'm even i know we're missing some female wrestlers becky lynch um yep Trying to think. Actually, I'll throw Bianca uh, in there. Bianca, Sasha Banks. I know she's not there right now, but definitely cool. Um, trying to think who else that just. By the way, speaking of Sasha Banks, what am I seeing now? They're saying she may not be coming back now at all. Well, she owns her own company. I'm not sure what the company does, but she oh. owns her own company and she filed four trademarks and they're all. There's like Mercedes Monet, and then there's Monet Talks, and then there's the Statement Maker, and I wonder if she's, I wonder if that's like a play off the bank statement, her finisher, and so hmm. she may be preparing for life outside WWE. Oh, so wow! And Mercedes is her real first name. That, that's so. her real name. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow. And now, I mean, now she's going to get people talking about her, mm-hmm. you know, which is one of the, unless you want this to happen, but one of the worst things that can ha- happen to a wrestler is if people forget about you. And yep. if nobody's talking about you, then you're, you know, you're out of the spotlight if nobody's talking about you. Yep. Because wrestling is one of those things that, <clears throat> for the most part, bad attention is still good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. If they cheer you in the ring, awesome. If they boo you while you're in the ring, awesome. If they make no yeah. reaction, that means they just don't care. They just, yeah. If you get silence from a crowd, it's like, ugh, no, you're not going to make it. Oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to give another shout out to Kyle for thing about this subject oh yeah this was a good topic yep uh so thank you kyle and whenever you listen to this because i know you're listening probably on your way to work uh because kyle has a nice long drive to work kind of like i bet out his i think his drive is even longer (laughs) and you know so he does work out what i do he listens to podcast so kyle you know just shoot me a text whenever you well okay make sure you're no longer driving make sure you know you shoot the text yeah please when you shoot the text um yeah but yeah, and the only thing I kind of regret is not saying, "Hey, Kyle, get on, you know, come on the show real quick." Because, but I know, I mean, I know his nights are always packed, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to try to force him to try to, you know, alter yeah. his schedule at the last moment. So, Kyle, yeah. I do apologize for that because the last time he was on the show, we all had a good time. So, yeah, uh, we're gonna have to have him back on there, on here again sometime because that that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next week, we might have an interview on Monday. I'm actually in the works for that right now. Um, that's for Monday. Okay. And maybe. I mean, we'll have to see. Um, yeah. But 
obviously next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Yep. Probably not going to have a show that day. No, no. Uh, I think our wives would. Uh, Put just in the wife. Yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think, you know, my wife would travel there. Your wife would travel here just to punch us in the face. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. um, so twice. No show. yeah, twice. I mean, so as it stands right now, one for <laughs> doing a show on Thanksgiving and two for having the, uh, two for having the what? Because you, you froze up again for so, a second. Uh, the the second one is uh, for them having to travel to punch us in the face. Yeah, he, he, y'all know how much gas costs right now. You don't want to make somebody travel that far. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, uh, but I am you know trying to work an interview for Monday, um, because he was even asking, "Hey, we'll do the episode. When would you guys release it?" And I said, "Normally, I release it within an hour after we stop recording." Because I have to edit and get the music right. and you know everything and uh, the entry music, which, by the way, for those who have not actually, um, if you don't actually look at the like the show description, whenever it comes out, whatever audio platform, um, or if you're actually watching on YouTube, the name of the song that's on here is actually a song I found um, for free, and. Yeah, the name of the song is In the Shadows by someone named Ethan Mixell, M-E-I-X-S-E-L-L. It's an instrumental. It sounds kind of metal. And um, <coughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Right. I, say, I, say, I say metal, and all of a sudden you started coughing. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but um but yeah a lot of good guitar work in the song but um definitely go go try to check out try to find the song because one of the things the song is royalty free which means we got to use it for free as long as we uh give credit where right. the song comes from uh but part of that is they want people to go and listen to them yeah so definitely go check them out because uh, the song itself, I mean, I only play like the first minute of the song for the intro and the last minute of the song for the outro. Ooh, excuse me. See, see what you made me do? You know, pass it on. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, go go check that out. Uh, even on the Cubicle Chat, I have a totally different song, which it kind of fits that one more better. Um, yeah, I said more better. And you know, because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, this particular song kind of fit this one better. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... You know, I mean, we're always looking for ways, you know, to improve. I mean, if we, yeah, because yeah, that was just something added on there. And I um, mean, I even have more ideas that I'll, um, that I'll give to Dwayne. I'm not going to tell all y'all yet. You know, you'll <laughs> just hear them whenever they come out. So, and part of that is when we do listen to other podcasts, I get inspiration for some of the things they're doing. I'm like, oh, okay. I like, I yeah. like that idea. You know, just like I stole Ted's thing. I mean, I admit it. You know, he said, go to your friend's house, use their iPad. I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what that and that's why ted's a genius and it just yeah. makes sense but we all try to help each other out and that's why i mentioned yeah. like you know ted the hillbilly hill you know the hill truth podcast go check it out go check out wrestling with the truth go check out wrestling world with um andrew boyer also or austin boyer i'm sorry um he's a big bray wyatt fan but he does his by himself 
you know, go check out the other non-wrestling podcasts, you know, like the mixtape, True Crime Cast, you know, bless their hearts. I've been listening to another True Crime podcast here lately about a case that happened in the area I live a little over nine years ago. And I found out about it through a totally different podcast. They advertised this one. And then on episode number four, they interviewed a guy. He actually works with the sheriff's department. The guy goes to my church. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm like, huh. You know, and I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet about it, but I mean, but they're talking about this case, which is still unsolved, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've actually thought about sharing that, and I probably will share it on my personal Facebook to say, look, anybody in this area, if y'all remember this case, if you know something, you know, they're trying to solve it. I mean, you know, somebody, you know, just just a a quick synopsis, somebody shot and killed this 22-year-old pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. And they shot her one-year-old daughter, oh, and she yeah she survived. Now she survived, um, and they found them on the side of the road, you know, in a jeep. Um, mm-hmm. and you know it, it's just a pretty messed up story. They still have not solved it. They thought it was her husband, but he's been, you know, some people still think it was him, but he's like no, he's trying to. Um, he has some his own theories about who did it, and they've actually cleared him. And, but yeah, if you listen to it, I mean, it's, it's a horrible, horrible story, but they really need to solve this. So, but that was, but that was one of the things, I mean, podcasters, we've been supporting each other, you know, and I I wasn't joking when I said, Ted's kind of the focal point for that. He's he's the one who reached out to us and he's been connecting everybody. And so that's why you'll hear everybody talking about Ted. They're going, Ted's just awesome because he's doing that. And I couldn't tell you how many followers he's got on uh, the Twitter, just through mm-hmm. Ted. Yeah. And Ted shares the at um, at booking armchair and he shares at fat underscore daddy 73. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, he, he includes uh, both accounts uh, and he's also thrown the cubicle chat in there as well, because he's trying mm-hmm. to get this big community to grow and support each other. So definitely go, go support them. Go, uh, support the Dad World Order podcast. Go support the Wrestling Society podcast. I mean, and that's a brand new one that, uh, to us anyway. And these are people who just happened to meet Dwaylon at SummerSlam. Yep, that's right. And they traveled from Georgia. Mm-hmm. To Nashville, yeah. To Nashville. Uh, and <clears throat> just listen to the show. I think one of their guys actually lives in Dallas. Oh, okay. And, uh, and I'll have to listen to more episodes to kind of get, um, you know, like trying to remember all their names, but yeah, so go definitely go check all them out. And because we get, <coughs> you know, we get great support from them. So we try to support them as much as what we can. And plus yeah. we get, you know, we get inspired by some of the things they're doing. Um, and I get ideas from them, just maybe the way they're doing stuff that I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to suggest that to Dwaylon. Maybe we should try that. Dwaylon's done the same thing. He'll hear something. Hey, I have an idea. Let's try this, you know? And there's been a couple of things that sometimes they yeah. work really great. Sometimes, eh, you know, well, at least we know not, you know, not to do it again. You know, that's it. Or maybe yeah. we didn't do it, you know, so. But either way, also this week, take the time to you know especially if you're in america because this is you know thanksgiving is is this is the american thanksgiving holiday i know other countries actually do have thanksgivings throughout the year 
just rem remember what you're thankful for. Thankful for your family. Thankful for all of us because Dwayne and I are definitely thankful for every single person who's listening here now. Absolutely. And, you know, because yep. um, I know Dwayne hears from people. Uh, they'll they'll tell him, you know, hey, I listen to the show. I've had people come in, hey, I listen to your show there. I've had I've had people meet me at like NWF things. Hey, okay, yeah, I listen to yeah like that episode. I had the wrestlers, uh, the the wrestlers, they listen to this. You cool. know, which is something else we're definitely thankful for. I mean, we're yeah. um always grateful to have wrestlers and other wrestling personalities, you know, not necessarily wrestlers. I mean, we've had Roger Ruffin on the show. I mean, yeah, the owner yeah. of the NWF, we've had him on. And that helps us. I mean, we'd like to think that we're helping them as well. Yeah. And, you know, even though Roger Ruffin, I mean, he's a legend in the wrestling business and we were just like, we got Roger Ruffin on the show. <laughs> and, yeah. I know. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but either way, just go out, take care of each other. Let us know how we're doing, you know, yeah. and, and listen to other podcasts as well. Yeah. You know, so we all support each other. And that's really all I got to say. I went on kind of an editorial <laughs> here at the end, but you know, um, you have anything else, bud? No. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and call this one. Uh, we'll, we'll call it a wrap for this evening. And until we can talk again, probably Monday, good night and God bless. Good job.